So we can just start talking, I guess. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Good live rolling. Hey, guys. Welcome to Real Live Talk. This is episode number 37. And Oops. I'm here today with <laughs> my lovely wife again, Denise. Oh, and wow, uh, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode, and we don't really have anything specific planned. I think we're just going to kind of do a little bit of a recap, maybe highlight some moments from the show that have come yeah. up recently. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been fun. I've really been enjoying this. I've really been enjoying just kind of connecting with people, connecting with people that I used to be close with, right. and connecting with um, some new people as well. And uh, just had some really awesome guests, awesome conversations. And I'm excited for um, for what's coming ahead. So if you guys have not already subscribed to Real Live Talk, this uh, we always do these live on Mondays and Thursdays, but they also go out on all of the major podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, all of that. And uh, you can find it just by searching for Real Live Talk, or you can go to redcircle.com slash shows slash Real Life Talk. That's super long, but that's slashes. just the way that it is right now. A lot of slashes. <laughs> it's slashy. But um, yeah, if you haven't already subscribed, if you would consider subscribing, that would be amazing. Leaving a review would be super helpful and just help this channel to continue to grow. But uh, yeah, but thank you guys. Thanks, Denise, for, for joining me today. Always no always a pleasure. It's always great. It's always yeah. great to join us. So how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm trying to share my cousin. Oh, are you? Way. Well, that's yeah. that's good. I'll I'm give you. I'll give you a second so to do that. So my friends and peoples can see it. Let me check and make sure the audio is working. Yeah. The it's audio setup great. is different today too, so I don't know how it sounds. We'll figure that out later. Hopefully, it sounds okay for mm-hmm. you guys. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know. Life is good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Changing, but it's good. Changing? How is life changing? Yeah, well, we've gone into new seasons. Seasons close. Time changes. You know, everything. A lot of people. I feel like a lot of people feel still feel a little bit sometimes, like because of the pandemic and there are certain things that are still maybe restricted and stuff. That is like either taking very long for like life to go back to a certain sense of normalcy. Um, But I, I, I feel like there's still movement like life is still happening and taking place and things are are moving in motion um there's definitely a lot of adjustment to do in terms of um i guess you know requirements and safety and everything um but i think that it's important that we don't get stuck in that um feeling like like oh i'm either missing out or i'm not living to the best or Life is boring because, you know, this or that. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I feel like there's, um, there's changing, changing. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for, sure. for this too. season and what's bringing. Yeah, me too. Um, well, let's, uh, yeah, we don't have a ton of time because we've got to pick up our kids from school. So <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get our act together today. We were supposed to start a little while the ago and uh, we just had too many things going on. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's just um, let's just talk about some stuff. I wanted to just bring yes. something up. I wanted to mention something from one of my uh, more recent episodes with Eric Scott. Yes, and, um, yeah, I, I love brother Eric. Yeah, we had an or awesome Eric. conversation. Yeah, we used to call him brother <laughs> we used Eric. We to call him brother but Eric. So, but I'm sure he's he's yeah. he's happy. Then it's not what he's called anymore. But him and his wife, they're awesome. Um, we met them at Elon Bible Institute. Now it's called Elon Bible. 
college? Elam Bible Institute and college. Oh, okay. That's what it's called. There we go. So it got upgraded. Boom, boom, good. <laughs> they're not <laughs> just an institute. Yeah, it's anymore. a college. They're a college, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's actually where we met. Um, we did. Yeah. So little, we blame, little, little we did we know? No, no, we're not going to blame for, for anything. No, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that. that's, that's totally where we met. It's an yeah. awesome place. Super um, recommend it. Yeah, and uh, Cindy and Eric were our teachers of the youth youth ministry track. That's where yeah. we, we were. Um, yeah, and Eric was also the dean of men yes, at the and, time. And, and so the, the dean of women. And, and yeah. so we got a chance to, um, like my senior year, I was the, the head RA on campus. Mm -hmm. And so I got to work really closely with Eric. Right. And he was just like a really just awesome mentor in my life. And I, I told him on the show, and I think I even wrote about it in my book, that he's probably the first person, well, yeah, the first person that I can point to in my life who really started to like pull specifically leadership out of yeah. me. And uh, I owe a lot to him and to Cindy because they yeah. and they saw stuff in me, and you could probably say this too, like saw stuff in me that I couldn't really see in myself at the time, mm -hmm. and just even giving me opportunities and things like that. And uh, it it was pretty cool. I, I felt I felt like I was kind of a big deal because like I had a, <laughs> had an office like in the yeah. dean's office mm -hmm. and and stuff like that while I was a senior. And uh, anyway, it was it was just a super cool time, awesome. and uh, I just yeah. we just owe a lot to them. Yeah. It was so much fun to to learn under them and just like uh, glean for their from their heart to to young people and and seeing people falling after God and stuff. I remember, you know, like RA training was so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, they always I always had had a great time um, with them and just learning from them. So it's it was awesome to to see that episode. And I loved uh, a lot of the stuff that um that was shared during that episode, you know, like share a little bit of his testimony and just his heart for discipleship and also like bringing such a balance about the fact that, you know, sometimes that there are things that happen in our lives that are hard, that are difficult. And sometimes we could be so easily tempted to question the goodness of God yeah. in those seasons, you know, or his faithfulness or, or even wonder like, where are you God? Like, why is this taking place? And, um, and I think it's such a beautiful testimony, you know, like he's walk, how he's, he's learned to walk through those seasons. And, uh, you know, I feel like when, when we go through things, God always uses what we, our challenges to be able to speak into other people's lives mm -hmm. and to be able to encourage others um, that might see us walk through that. Or, you know, when we get to share um, our struggles and our stories, you know, so I think struggle or crisis or anything, any challenge that we face, it's not just because. Right. And it's not just like, oh, it's a coincidence. And, and it definitely is not because you have sin in your life. Um, when, you know, we could so easily think or, or point and say that that's the reason why we're facing difficulty, you know, but I think that is, um, adversity in general, it's such an opportunity to see God and to see different glimpses mm -hmm. of who God yeah. is and his character and everything. So, um, yeah. it's definitely awesome. And I think as leaders, uh, I mean, it doesn't, even if you don't have a, a, a platform for leadership. Um, you still have certain, a certain level of influence over someone's life. Sure, sure. You know, there are people that are looking out to you, maybe, you know, a brother or a sister, um, somebody at work, 
uh, somebody that you work close with, a friend, you know, that might be younger than you are. Like, there's always opportunities for leadership without the title of, you know, like oh, yeah. I'm the boss oh, yeah. or the Absolutely. leader. And those opportunities for you to exemplify to others or for you to show character. And that's, I think that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. And just going back to something that you said, one of the things that uh, the Lord has really been highlighting in my life recently has been this thing about when you when you do have adversity, when you go through something, when there's you know some kind of a challenge that you're facing or something like that, just something that you're up against that's testing you, mm -hmm. testing your faith. That uh, it really is. I'm I'm trying to learn how to look at at every obstacle as another opportunity for God's goodness to shine through yeah. all of it. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's not mm -hmm. always easy. Oh no. And and yeah, definitely oh, no. like as you go through. You know, some things that people are dealing with right now are obviously really, really horrible and um, really intense things. Yeah, you yeah, know what definitely. I mean? And so I, I, I'm always careful about this because, like, I never want to belittle or look down on any of that. But I, I would just say that no matter what you're dealing with, what you're going through, um, how difficult or impossible even that it seems right now, it really is an opportunity for, you know, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 3 that we get to know him and the power of his resurrection right. and the fellowship of his sufferings. Yeah. And so even when there are those times of suffering, we really do have an opportunity to experience his goodness, his yeah. presence, his favor, um, even in a way that we wouldn't his, like his grace and favor and peace. All of it is always available to us, mm -hmm. but there's just something like there's, there's, there's a real dimension of this where God is near the Bible mm -hmm. says to the brokenhearted, yeah. right? That we have an opportunity to maybe see him in a way we haven't seen him yes. before to experience him in a way that maybe we haven't experienced him before when we do go through those, you know, more difficult and challenging oh, and yeah, perplexing definitely. seasons of life, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's never easy. I mean, um, there are complex situations. There are complex, I mean, emotions and feelings are complex, you know, in general. And yeah. especially like right now, you know, I know there's a lot of people that have lost loved ones during the pandemic, you know, unexpected uh, circumstances and things like that. And I think especially when you're dealing with um, the loss of someone that you love, whether expected or unexpected, there's always that, um, like evaluation of how fragile life is mm -hmm. and 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 the reality that you're gonna be temporary you're temporarily because we believe that you know when we are finally with the lord i will see our loved ones again so we have this hope you know thessalonians yeah. says that we have this yeah. hope that that you know death is just sleep and we'll see each other again um but i do know that it, I mean, it's a difficult adjustment you know mm -hmm. to to from one point having someone that you either have such a close relationship or you get to see them you get to touch them you you have that face-to-face -face interaction and then all of a sudden it's no longer there you know it's it's uh the grieving process is never easy right. it's 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 a it's a process and everybody walks it differently because we are so different you know um so to some people, you know, there's certain certain uh, parts of the process that, you know, God gives them such a grace to be able to walk through them quickly. Mm -hmm. And then there are setbacks to it. You know, you step back and, and you're like, oh, I'm not there. there. I'm not there yet. So, you know, and, and God is so gracious to help us walk through all of it. Um, and 
it's it's beautiful i think it's such a beautiful process even though it's so costly you know it's a high price that you pay but there's also a beautiful reward from it yeah yeah absolutely so here's the thing i wanted to read something the reason mm -hmm. i we brought that up i wanted to just kind of share something because well anyway I'll, I'll let it kind of speak for itself but um after that episode with mm -hmm. with eric scott a friend sent me a message and asked if it would be okay for him to share he's just said that he was blessed by the conversation and, and he asked if it would be okay to share the the conversation with um with a group of leaders in africa and india mm -hmm. and so uh, i said yeah of course obviously right. yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so figured out a way to get it to, to send it out and stuff like that and then he uh sent me back a response that he received from a woman named named annie mm -hmm. and i did get permission from annie to be able to share this uh publicly i wouldn't have done that without permission but she said it was okay it was okay to use her name and everything so so here's what Andy, the letter that Andy sent, uh, Annie sent to um, to Pastor Dale, who is the friend that contacted me about sending out the um, the information. She said, "Thank you so much for sharing the podcast with me. I have listened to it more than twice. Wow. I truly appreciated the conversation. What stood out for me was, and this is a quote uh, that that that, uh, that Eric shared in the in the episode. You have all you need for the season you are in." Yeah and the balance that both the presenter and the guest bring in conversations around suffering for a believer. I know I have had my share of suffering, but I have also learned uh, to appreciate that there are people who have had worse experiences. Mm -hmm. Listening to the conversation brought back a lot of memories, having lost four children wow. and being widowed twice now. I will agree I did shed some, shed some tears. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I look back and see God's faithfulness. He has literally ordered my steps listening to eric as he shared some of his difficult experiences brings the reality that no one is exempt from pain in this life allow me to mention that being constantly in the word through the end-to-end -end courses has helped me handle uh, danford's home call differently memories are still so fresh and the pain is there yet i am learning to rest in god i'm at a place in my life where i'm seeking god's guidance for every step i make because one thing i pray is that I will take hold of that for which he has preserved me. I, um, I, I believe that I have been preserved to serve that others may be saved. Thank you again for sharing this powerful podcast. God's truth cuts across culture. Um, yeah, so that moved wow. me so much. Obviously, yes, I, I mean, I so right. appreciated her openness and sharing some of her story like that. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, like really really difficult, painful experiences and suffering that yeah. she went through. Um, but just like her, her words at the end here, I'm at a place where I'm seeking God's guidance for every step I make. One thing I, I pray is that I take hold of that for which he has preserved me, believe that I have been preserved to serve that others may be saved. Wow. And that's one thing. And like, I don't know how comforting that is when you're in the moment right. of something that's difficult that you're going through, mm -hmm. but it really is the reality that, and I, I remember Eric even bringing out bringing this out uh, in the podcast is that when we go through something, when we go through something difficult, that we then become positioned so that we can be a comfort to others exactly. that might be going through something yeah. similar yeah. or whatever. That we we learn how to relate to God differently, and we learn how to relate to others differently. And the one thing that I was pointing out in that episode 
was the importance of of just making sure that when you are going through something difficult or painful, that you don't allow it to create calluses on your heart. Because yes. we could really go that way mm -hmm. where we allow those things to to scar us to the point that we become like hardened or, or yeah. we become cynical or you know what I mean? But we could also go the other way where we allow it to sensitize us more to God, to his voice, to his spirit, to his moving, to just like the reality of allowing his embrace to surround us and shelter us and shield us so that we're not like becoming defensive through the process, but we're becoming more sensitive to him. And then we really open ourselves up and position ourselves so that we can be used by him, you know, mm -hmm. in the future as we go forward to be a blessing and a comfort to others in the process. So I just so appreciated that, appreciated these words, really appreciated um, Annie for sharing. And and uh, it's it just blessed me so much to know because like that's the whole that's been the, the point of this, right, is to impact yeah. the lives of people. And I think it's cool just to know that a, a conversation, a simple conversation among friends really can have an effect on somebody who's like on the other side of the world. Yeah. And, and it, you know, just kind of, um, I love that on some level, like I was able to kind of be a, a mediator a between that. this conversation yeah. that allowed, um, you know, this person to be touched by that. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I was just super moved by that. So I wanted to share it. Yeah. Um, as you were talking, I was reminded of, um, Psalm 27, 13, you know, um, David writes the psalm and, and he says, you know, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the law in the light of the living. Like, and before all that, he's going through difficulties and stuff. And I think it's, um, and something that you, you've said a lot of times, um, I'm not sure if you've said this on the podcast a lot, but I've always heard you made the statement and it's always stuck out to me because I think it is so true is that when you're going through difficulty, when all things are going, the one thing that the enemy cannot take away from you is your ability to worship God mm. through that in the moment. And, and, and worship has such a, such a, a way to bringing back your heart. Yeah. When your emotions are creating havoc, when your, your mind is, is going into all these, you know, ideas and thoughts and everything. And, and it's so true. Like when, when, hard things happen your our uh, unfortunately our flesh the first response of our flesh will be to so preserve and to protect and sure. you know it's is that that pain response to say oh it hurts yeah i, I gotta do something because this hurts and it's uncomfortable yeah. and i don't like it so um the king in the kingdom you know we're we're asked to to actually turn towards him you know turns towards the source to give him our pain and there are times where it's hard sure. it's difficult to give him your pain because we as uh you know as moral people or i was you know um flesh and bone you know we so many times can easily think that he doesn't quite understand our pain we all experience pain and, and lost in different ways and um and we feel differently, you know? So even when sure. I have gone through things and I, I can comfort someone, I always have to be reminded that I don't quite completely would ever understand the pain of what they've gone through. But I do know someone who does. Yeah. I yeah. do know someone Absolutely. who has 
who could completely and perfectly and better than anyone understand yeah not just the feeling but the nose he knows he knows that he knows that he knows and he's not he's never gonna leave you he's right there and he's walking with you and he's walking you through that you know uh, and to me that's such a comforting um thought and when i when i hear of friends or people that are going through difficulties and stuff um i hold on to that you know uh, i hold on to say you know that that scripture that i read you know like i would have lost heart they said i would have lost i would have completely lost my mind i would have completely yeah. you know given yeah. up yeah. but but i know that i will see the goodness of god in the land of the living yeah. i have this hope that i can hold on to that i can i will not um i refuse to be the knight of this truth that i will see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living that yeah. means right now in this season no matter what i'm going through um when the night feels the darkness that's where i'll experience his goodness even more you know and i love um i love the stories that uh, eric was sharing and everything and i love that quote that she mentioned you know you have what you need for this season and mm -hmm. i feel like that's such a great reminder from god to say hey i didn't i don't let you go through things without giving you the grace and the ability to go through them sure yeah and the enemy wants you to forget that he definitely wants you to forget that because if he if he gets you to forget that then you are looking at yourself from a place of disadvantage absolutely you already feel like oh i might not make this one but god never puts you in a place of disadvantage uh if all i think that sometimes god god uses um those moments to to highlight things in our lives uh, and and strengths that we have that we are yet to experience or that we are yet to recognize that they're inside of us yeah you know yeah one of the other things that came out was how god doesn't allow anything to be wasted oh you know? yes he doesn't allow yes. any suffering or any mm -hmm. difficulty that we're going through because he's such a redeemer he's so perfect yes. at redeeming our lives redeeming our situations um that you know he and this is like maybe for some people a cliche verse because they hear it in like every sermon but that he really does cause all things to work together for our good yeah he really does it's what he's he's so he's perfect at it mm -hmm. and uh so yeah like he doesn't allow any of it to be wasted um and then uh another conversation that i had recently was with uh stacy mm -hmm. stacy diffendaffer i think that was either last week or the week before and uh that was such a I, I love that conversation yeah. yeah she's sharing her her story about some things that she had been through some tragic experiences mm -hmm. where she had been raped when she was 16 wow. and that's how she um you know lost her virginity and it was just like sharing sharing her story about some of the suffering that she went through and for a long time that that's what she did she she just kind of developed those calluses and she became really defensive and mm -hmm. she became but here's what happened in her life like she got to the point where she was um how should i describe it like her she found her comfort in her being able to always be going always be moving always right. be doing something i related to that so well because no, there was a time so in my rest. life where yeah. i did that too like i would never allow myself to stop, stop. i wouldn't be yeah. i would literally go home like i would 
I wouldn't go home most nights, most days. Um, like I'd be at school and I'd be, then I'd be working and then I'd be out with my friends. And a lot of times it'd be two, you know, three in the morning, I'd get home and I would get home just exhausted enough to kind of just fall asleep right away. Mm-hmm. So I could get up just a few hours later and start the process over. Cause I did not like being alone. I didn't like mm-hmm. being alone with my thoughts. Yeah. Well, cause when you have those moments of alone time, that's when you have to kind of face the music, you know, you have to, like you say, the thought comes, the like the when there is rest uh and there's uh quietness the the feeling the whatever is going on becomes more real it begins to speak louder you know when there when there's motion when there's anything else it's it's uh you let the busyness take care take care of of, of the pain i mean there are people that that um you know, and there's just a, one of the coping mechanisms, you know, people have different ways of cope with things, you know, some people just like get going, get busy, other people, you know, turn to addictions or, or different vices, you know, and there's just different ways that we try to cope with what we, what we're going through. Absolutely. Um, and I think that um, when we get to see the, the story being redeemed, we can even get to the point to realize like, wow, like everything that God has done in my life, I wouldn't be able to have those beautiful things if I hadn't gone through that process, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's, I mean, you obviously never, never wish, obviously, you know, that was God never intended for her to have to go through that. Yeah. But God can use anything. There's nothing uh, broken. There's nothing wasted. There's nothing um, like crumble or destroy or, you know, that man can destroy that he cannot turn yeah. around and mend it and fix it and yeah. and redeem it. And that's you know? important to understand because a lot of people would say, well, if all this good came out of this, then their conclusion would be, well, then God must have caused yes, it. Yes, exactly. God must have... Yes. And it's not, and it's really not, not that. Saying. God's yeah, not no, the no. author of any of the, mm-hmm. of, of the pain or the torment or the confusion that comes into our lives. He just, he just isn't. Yeah. He, he's, he doesn't, he's not the cause of it, but he also, like you said, he doesn't waste it. He doesn't allow yeah. it to be wasted because he's, he just, he loves us that much. And because mm-hmm. he's so good and he is our redeemer. It's it's who he is. It's in his nature. So he can't not, <laughs> he can't not redeem your life. He's always yeah. working toward that with you. But again, I do think that we have um, a part to play in responding to him. Yeah. We don't have to do it perfectly because none of us knows how to navigate tragedy yeah. or pain. Like none of us knows how to navigate these things perfectly. Right. Uh, but he's so faithful that, I mean, even if we just give him like a little bit sometimes, like the just a little bit of a response. Yeah. And um, I think it's important that uh, we don't let ourselves become defined by our pain. Um, I can, you know, I can, I can say, you know, like there are seasons in my life that, you know, there was so much, so much pain or there was, you know, difficulty and stuff like that. And I, I allow that to take place, you know, to, to let that pain define me, you know, and it changes you. It changes your relationship yeah. with others. It changes your perception of things that, like you say, you can become so callous, even without intending, 
intending it, you know, but it's, it's that you're coping that way. You're, you're allowing that to define you. And, and when that happens, you so easily can miss out of your true identity. You can sure. miss out of yeah. the true uh, greatness that is inside of you and the things that God has placed in you. You know, you lose, lose interest in things. You, you stop enjoying doing certain things because the pain becomes so great and so overwhelming. Mm. That's all you can see. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not even sure why we're, you know, talking a lot about this. I think maybe somebody, God knows somebody needs to be hearing this today. And I think that what we can say is that that is not your reality. Mm. That pain is not your reality. Um, God has a much bigger reality for you. And it's not, it's not a mysticism. Oh, like out there. No, 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 no. It's a tangible, real uh, reality that mm. he can walk, help you walk through this process yeah, that he has right. people around you to walk with you. When we, we think like, Oh no, you know, I, I got to do this by myself. There are times where, yeah, you need to, you know, go through certain processes and it's just you and God. I believe that. But many times we isolate ourselves in our pain and that makes it, that gives the, the such a room for the enemy just to do whatever he wants. He just comes in to lies to you and there's nobody else there to to even be a sounding board for what you're going through and, 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 or even stand in the gap with you. Yeah. You know? Um, so if, if you're going through difficulty and you have people around that love you, um, I know sometimes it's hard because we always all worry about like, Oh, they're going to judge me because you know, they're going to tell me that I, I should be mature enough to do this. I mean, I know many, many times I did that, you know, like I'll feel like I've been a Christian for this long. I should get this together. I should know what to do. Yeah. And and listen, none of that matters. None of them matters. We all tend to hold ourselves to a to a higher and an unfair standard. Yeah. Than uh, what we would even give away to others, right? Like, like we would. We give think grace we to others, to but we won't give people, it to but ourselves. But then when it comes yeah. to us, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this. I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't. And then yeah. we, yeah, we we think that there's going to be some kind of a stigma attached to us if we ask for help or you know we don't want to be a burden and all these yeah. like stupid things that are just they just get in the way they're just lies that the enemy uses mm -hmm. to try to you know keep you from connecting with people and getting the freedom that that, that you need because i mean complete freedom has been made available to us in christ yes but he's also surrounded us with people for a reason he's, mm -hmm. he's called us to be part of a body yes. of believers for a reason yes. so that we can have that influence and that impact and we can help each other through situations and trials and and all these different things like so yeah i think that was actually something that i talked about with stacy uh because she did she went through a program that you and i are familiar with from uh from our time in mexico a program called celebrate recovery mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, not that we, uh, I mean, we've never gone through the program. I, no. I, I should mention so that, I mean, I just, I, I don't want to, I can't really speak for the inner workings of the program, right. but it was offered yeah, at a church I've, that we I've, were serving at and stuff of, like that. Her and her husband yeah, just went through it and, uh, and just complete transformation in their, yes. you know, completely transformed. And um, 
so much healing has taken place in her life. But that's one of the things that we were kind of hitting on was like, if you need help, just like admit it and and don't let there be, don't let there, don't take on that condemnation and don't take on any, like if if somebody's going to think badly about you, like, so what, like what really matters at the end of the day is that, is that you are getting the help and the freedom that you really need. So don't allow it to be something that brings shame into your life or yeah, that holds you back because it's just so not necessary. I mean, these, even programs, you know, programs, I, I, I do, uh, I have my, my challenge with certain programs, uh, specifically right. the kind of programs where they don't re- ever really allow you to be free. I think even yeah. them, they, they help a lot of people, a lot of people, yes. uh, they help a lot of people. But uh, I do believe that you can be free and walk in freedom, that you're not going to, that you don't have to be considered an addict for the always. rest of your life. Like yes. once an addict, always an addict. I, I do have a problem when that becomes the focus of some of these programs, but um, Celebrate Recovery is not like that, by, mm-hmm. by the way. And, uh, and there's, um, there's, there's good things and there's good people that, that God has put out there um, for, to bring yeah, help there and are different ministries and, and things like and, that. It's, and sometimes, uh, you know, maybe you need to even go outside of, uh, like a ministry, you know, maybe mm. you need to go to counselor to with, a, you know, like a professional counselor in terms of like outside of a Christian counselor, because that's what you need. And there's nothing wrong with, um, with taking those steps. And I mean, God, God makes provision for that. You know what I mean? Like I just, even with like your health, you know, I believe like God is our healer. Yes. His name is Jehovah Rapha. You know, he is our healer, but he's also given wisdom and understanding to doctors and, and things like that to be able to help and take care, yeah. you know, and you what, even whatever decision you make in terms of your health, you always do want to, you know, balance it out, you know, like listen to what the doctor's saying. But at the end of the day, God has the last word, you know, um, so healing is one of those things that I think is can be messy. You know, I mean, in order to clean something that is dirty or messy or out of place and is out of track, I mean, you have to clean it out. And in order to clean it out, it means you have to take whatever's whatever's dirty out, you know, like um, so sometimes we we think of healing as just like, oh, something that can be right. automatic. And I'm, I'm right. not saying that there are there are not people who oh, yeah. has been oh, yeah. their experience and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for those that God has just done it automatically mm-hmm. and in an instant. I mean, again, God is sovereign. He can do however, he, whatever he wants, however he wants, through whoever he wants and for whoever he wants. That's his sovereignty. And we can't touch that, you know. Yeah. But there are other people that maybe they do need to walk through a process. You know? Well, here, here's the thing on that, like. And we're almost out of time, but <laughs> I wanted to talk about other things. Other recaps but, we got really into. But here's this. the thing. Uh, I, I've had that experience in my life where um, I'll just say, like, I, I had a, a pornography addiction, you know, many years ago, even before we met, you and I. Mm-hmm. And when God broke it, it, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Like, never, like, and never went back to it to this day. Like, not even mm-hmm. once. Like, like, literally not even one time. It was just, it was, it was gone. gone. Now, I'm, I will not say that there was never like a thought in my mind or a struggle in my mind for sure. But 
it was it was even to the point that the the real desire to go back to it it just wasn't there anymore mm -hmm. and so i i have had that experience where it's just an instant just instantaneous sort of a thing and i know people that have that's ha that happened to them with drugs and with cigarettes and stuff like yeah. that my grandmother i remember my going dad. to revival yeah. services meetings. went to one with my uh with my grandmother and she had smoked like forever like a lot <laughs> And uh, she just completely yeah. gone. She was just done smoking after she went to this revival service. And um, yeah. yeah, so that happens too. But one of the things that Stacy brought out was that that God actually walked her through a process uh, with dealing with more of the stuff that she had gotten into with um, chronic health conditions and her physical mm -hmm. health being really in really, really bad shape. And um, just go back and listen to the episode if, uh, yeah. if uh, so that you can get the details on yeah, that, but really bad shape. Right. And, sh and she, we even talk about that. Like there's times where God will just break through and heal you. I believe in healing. We yes. were praying for people yeah. yesterday to be healed and, uh, we do it all the time. I and it's, it's like my favorite thing in the world healing. is to, yes. is to pray for people to get healed. Yeah. And I love seeing the miracles, but what she was explaining was that God actually walked her through a process of learning how to live a healthier lifestyle mm -hmm. and learning how to live in divine health because what she said was and of course god's bigger than this and yeah, and, yeah. and he can walk us through anything but what she said was if god had just healed me completely um she said like i wasn't in the right place mentally yes. where i would have just kind of fallen back into old patterns mm -hmm. you know and yeah. so what happened was god led her through a process of of getting healed, but also developing a healthy lifestyle and learning how to walk in divine health and develop that in her life. That was the journey that she was on. And so it, the whole point here is that wherever you are, whatever the process of God is in your life, don't compare yourself to others and Definitely why it's not working not. out for you mm -hmm. like it worked out for someone else, because God has us all in a different place. And what you need to know above all else is that he is faithful yes. and that he will complete the work that he's begun in you whether it happens in an instant or whether it's a, it's process, a process that you walk out. Yeah. He's faithful. He walks with you. He's gone before you. He's never going to leave you, never going to forsake yeah. you. He's always going to give you what you need. Again, coming back to what, what Annie was referring to, that uh, he gives you the grace that you need for the season that you're in. Yeah. He's always faithful. With yeah. You. And I think that um, one thing that we can always, that we should always remember is that you ne you'll never run out of opportunities with God. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's always, always going to be, be helping you. You know, even if you start the process and you take a few steps and then you go back, he's still going to be, you know, and, and I think it's more us than him that has this mentality of like, Oh, I got to start from right from square, yeah, square right, one. Right. Like, from, no, when he would actually, um, will just, help you walk through like all you know it, it's as simple as i mean i've i've been through process with god where he'll just you know i'm like oh god like we gotta start over again you know mm -hmm. and he'll just be like nope just start where you stopped just keep on going that's right don't need to go back that's right you already walk through that no need just come on get up let's go and and there's such a relief to know that we'll never run out of opportunities with him because if there's anybody patient and kind definitely him that's right that's right <laughs> he is more than enough yeah. patient 
with all of us, you know, and he doesn't play favorites. He will never do. He has never done it. Um, and he knows, just like you said, he knows exactly where you, yeah, you are, yeah. and he cares for you. He doesn't want you to go through the process the same way that I did or the same way that the pastor Duke did or did anybody else. No, we're just examples. We're just there to edify your faith. We're just there to, um, you know, create expectation in your heart to say, if he did it for them, he can surely do it for me. It's good. You know, so yeah. it was, I mean, um, the episode about Eric, with, with Eric was amazing. I, I was blessed. I really, really, truly enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the episode with, um, with Stacy hearing her story. Um, and there's been a couple others and we were yeah, going to talk we're, about we're them. Time. And we're out of Sorry, time. <laughs> we didn't get to mention uh, the, the, all of the most uh, yeah. recent ones. But, well, I uh, talk about one last I really week enjoyed the one with Jeff, Jeff, with Jeff yes. Theo. Yeah. From, oh, uh, I love that Anybody one. Who, who used to listen to Sonic Flood yes. back yeah. in the day, oh, anybody who's it. like our age, our generation, yeah. <laughs> definitely know Sonic Flood if you were in the church yes. at that time. Yeah. Uh, a band that really helped to push music out there their own but also others because like yeah bands like you you would find on the first two albums that they did you'll find like really big music. songs from delirious yep. and mm -hmm. and, oh, and, from, and from others yeah. that like was had an avenue to be pushed out mm -hmm. um in a in a greater way than maybe it would have um, had yeah. a chance to be and uh so listen to that episode i think it was the one right before this yeah right so episode 36 yeah. maybe and uh with jeff dio and uh we yeah. had a we, I intended on asking more questions about the Sonic Flood days because I'm super into that kind of stuff. But uh, we kind we of, of we, we just kind of so got good. into talking about so worship good. right from yeah. the beginning and just kind of rolled right through the time. Yeah. But and it was also, a really good conversation about mm -hmm. worship and developing intimacy with the Father. So. Yeah, and another another episode that was one of my favorites, just to briefly mention it, just so that you, if you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen to it, is uh, the episode you had when you interview uh, Joe Corney. We, we went to school yeah, with Joe Corney, but there were just so many uh, different things that he touched on in general in com in terms of community and, and uh, um, doing life with others. You know, that's such a, uh, a natural process, a natural relationships and how that's how discipleship works. That's how growing in Christ works in such a natural yeah. way. And I, I, that, I, I really, really enjoyed that, um, that episode because it's. I think nowadays in our busyness and in our social media time and that um, we interact with each other, but we don't quite have depth mm -hmm. in our interactions. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't go deep. Uh, we touch the surface yeah. of our relationships. Yeah. And um, and it just reminded me like how important it is to have depth to develop genuine depth of and in, in your relationships right. and to, in your interactions with others. And that's such a heart of God. That's the heart of God. The heart of God is that those that he come, he puts around you, that they will be a blessing to your life, that they will yeah. help you and equip you, that they will push you. And they will, um, they will even uh, facilitate yeah. for you to become who God has called you to be, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that's so important that we remember that these days, you know, when, when we have such a, um, I mean, I remember when we were, when we were dating, like it was, uh, internet was out there, but it was still expensive. You know, it was video chat wasn't that, 
there yet. <laughs> and I remember, you know, when I was in Mexico and I would be working and like saving my money to buy a phone card so that I can talk oh, yeah. to you <laughs> for, for like an hour or, or so, you know, and, and it's so it, relationships and interaction has become more available with technology, which is great. And I'm so grateful for that because, you know, I have family in Mexico and I'm grateful that I, you know, yeah. they're just one dial away. I can call my mom, which I'm going to do later today you know, and just talk to her and hear his voice or see her. And I'm so grateful for that. But if you don't actually develop your new or, or, or in the new relationships or interactions that you have, you don't develop that, then you actually are just, just not even living like you're not doing life with others yeah mm -hmm. you know you're not doing and and in our families too like and that was such an important uh point in in that episode you know that and families it's really big for me like that's so big in my heart that you know the importance of being present when you have those moments yeah. with your family that you are present in what's happening you yeah. know uh, i'm i want to take a second to just brag on my oldest child Elijah, you know, he was so excited this week when he came because he has the opportunity to campaign to be uh, vice president for his class, you know, and he he it's like this bittersweet, you know, like like they're growing and they're mm -hmm. turning into their own person. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, what happens if he doesn't win and disappointment? And the truth is like, well, you know what? That's that's part of yeah. being a parent. To yeah. help them walk through yeah. those moments. What happens if this doesn't pan out? Feel like bad you about it. Cry about it. It's you know? okay. Like it's okay yeah. to have those experiences. You know, we've, we've got to allow our kids. I think sometimes to feel stuff. Yeah. You know, it's so that, and then be there for them mm -hmm. while they're going through it, while they're feeling it. But, but I think when we we can take on this thing where we want to over shelter them and not allow them to mm -hmm. feel pain, to not allow them to feel disappointment or frustration, but, yeah. uh, but there's growth that happens even in that too. Yeah. So. And then just, you know, like the importance of being there, like, you know, like if I'm always busy, if I'm always working, if, if I work so much and I'm always grinding to provide for my family, I can so easily get out of balance that I will lose the reason why I'm grinding. I'm doing this for them, but I get out of balance so easily that I can forget to enjoy the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, yeah. you know? So um, all these episodes had great um, key important areas that I think that they touched and, you know, that they're practical and that not, they're not just talking about you can apply all these principles to your relationship mm -hmm. with God, but how all these principles also easily apply to our relationships horizontally, you know, and to our families and our, to our everyday life. Yeah. Well, the goal is to, uh, <laughs> to keep providing conversations, yes, just I opening those it. doors, to keep it. having conversations that are transformational in nature. And, uh, you know, there's not really specific themes. It's just kind of whatever mm -hmm. comes out and, so I am grateful so much for um, when I do receive those testimonies of yeah. someone who is impacted in some way. And I really do just appreciate anybody who took a moment to listen to this episode, whether it was in bits and pieces or the whole thing. Uh, anybody who's listened to any of the episodes along the way or who yeah. joins up in the future, really appreciate it. There's so much content out there. There's so yeah. many things you could be listening <laughs> to. So many things like I know you're busy and you have yes. plenty of stuff that you could be doing. 
with your life, you know, that you are doing with your life and uh, just taking a moment to um, to stop by and hang out with us and listen to the conversation. It really truly means the world to me. If you haven't already subscribed to Real Life Talk, make sure you take a moment and hit the subscribe button. Share it with someone you think would benefit from listening to the episode as well. Leave a review. I'd be super grateful. But um, yeah, appreciate yes. you. Thanks for being oh, here. No, Thanks thank for doing this with me. Thank you for letting me recap fun. with you. It was fun. It's very, yeah. very fun. All right. Be blessed. See you guys. Bye.